and welcome back to the S Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I am Chris, the owner of Yes Fitness, coming to you from down here at Yes Fitness on this super hot Tuesday afternoon. For some reason, it looks like I have a shadow on my screen. I don't know, but I'm going to go with it. If there's a problem, somebody raise their hand and let me know. If not, it's more about information than seeing me. So let's just go on with this here, right? So I appreciate you taking a little time from your day. I know everybody's busy to listen to what I have to say. And today we're going to give you some real insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I have really no housekeeping. It's the middle of the summer between COVID keeping people away. And for what reason, I'm not really quite sure because the studies show that it's okay to work out of the gym. Um, but people do have some concerns. And two, it's being a summer. We're not really super busy and don't run a lot of different stuff here in the summertime. But come fall, look for a program from us to get everybody get, get that COVID-15 off and um, get everybody back into shape. So you'll hear more about that in the next upcoming episodes. So what I have for you here today is something very interesting. It's something that I think is really exciting. Um, ways to really know whether what we're doing is working or not. So we've all known or we've seen someone that may look 40 but is really 50. Or they may be 50 but they look 60. So they don't really don't really look their age. So there are 50 birthday candles on that cake, right? And it says 50, but how old are we internally? How old is our real biological age? So most of us measure our age based on the day we were born. Certain factors, however, such as poor lifestyle, disease, genetics can rack up the so-called biological years more rapidly than we probably want them to. But scientists have been working to develop accurate biomarkers of aging. And the epigenetic aging clock has emerged as one of the most effective methods to determine what our biological ages are. And we've talked about the epigenetics and how they really t turn our genes on and off. So they're super important and they're very critical to this process. Today, there are epigenetic age testing kits. So you can buy kits similar to my DNA age kit or inside tracker, which is my, my preference, what I will use one day that go through blood tests that can determine your internal or biological age. I mean, this is great. Uh, I think it's awesome. We're gonna be able to really know and understand what we're doing is working or not working. But why would anybody wanna know their chronological age matches with their biological age? And I'm gonna go through that with you right now because I think it's something that everybody should wanna do. So let me give you a little history and context on this, okay? Steve Horvath has created this so-called epigenetic clock. The Horvath clock predicts your epigenetic biological age. The test, okay, that we talked about is based on DNA myelatrins levels. Methylation. I don't know why I didn't say that right, but methylation levels. So, this aging clock allows the measurement of the age of every cell in your body to track chemical modifications of the DNA to measure aging. Basically, looking at the rust on the DNA, how the DNA has been damaged. Now, chemical modifications of DNA molecules are known as epigenetic modifications. 
One important epigenetic modification is DNA methylation. And you can kind of think of this as the rust or the context of rust in aging. The test is going to take a look at characteristic gene epigenetic imprints. And it'll give you a better insight on how your lifestyle, that would be your diet, your exercise, your stress, your stress management programs, how that is all influencing your biological and epigenetics. So one of the easiest ways to understand what I'm talking about here and to understand the epigenetics is to think about the software updates on your phone, okay? So for example, on an iPhone 11, the hardware isn't necessarily going to change, but Apple is always making software updates which affect the functionality of this particular phone, right? It's kind of like the genes aren't changing, but these software updates are changing how the genes the hardware are affecting the user interface, which is how I would use the phone, right? How I would interface with the phone. So epigenetics can be likened to the software. Your genome can be likened to the hardware. So it's crazy to think about this, but the cells that comprise your eyes are the same exact cells that comprise your fingernails, the same exact cells that comprise your liver, and the skin on your knee. All these cells are all the same, okay? But how does every single cell in the human body have the same blueprint or genetic material, yet a different phenotype expression? Like, like the eyes or the nose or the shape of the lips. That, that kind of changes, okay? Despite the fact that they're all the same cells, and that's what the epigenome does. The epigenome influences the genetic expression of those cells. Your diet, your thoughts, your lifestyle, your stress management, exercise, all these things, these environmental toxins, burden, and all these things influence your epigenome, which influences the way which your genes are expressed. It's like the software changing to how the phone is supposed to work now. But why do you want to understand epigenetics? What I want you to understand about epigenetics is that it's inherited through, through generations. So what my grandfather was exposed to, the level of toxin levels, okay, from stress levels, whether he was diabetic or obese, can affect me, okay? And that can affect you as well. So it's very important to know and understand this and to make appropriate changes in our lifestyle offset what happened in, in, in our past or in our parents or grandparents. All these things influence what are controlling our genes and they're um, heritable just like the genes are. Just like genes are hereditary, these epigenomes, they're all hereditary as well. And that's what the epigenome is, okay? That's why the epigenome is so important like the epigenome to the software and like in your genes to the hardware. The hardware doesn't necessarily change unless you, there's a mutation, like you're exposed to x-rays or exposed to the sun or things like that. So what makes this all so exciting? If, if we have a test now, okay, that can test our biological age and I'm 61 and I take that test and that test biologically tells me that I'm only 58. I know 
that some of the things that I'm doing to live a longer, healthier life, a more active life, are working. But if I take a test and I'm 61 and the test tells me biologically that I'm 65, I now know that there are some things that I can do in my lifestyle to be able to change, to be able to try to close that gap between my my chronological age and my biological or my internal age. I would like to know that stuff. I know Inside Tracker, when they do that, they give you all kinds of um, um, information. Because I've, I've checked out Inside Tracker, information to make lifestyle changes to lessen that gap if your biological age is older, or to increase that gap if your biological age is younger. Because obviously you wanna to try to get a bigger gap. If, if I'm 61, my object, my goal is to try to get my biological age 58, 55, 50, whatever I can do, something less than where I'm at. So that's the beauty of these tests. Um, when I do one, kind of change, save my pennies right now because it's a little expensive and I don't want to just do one. I want to be able to do multiple ones down the road to be able to see and track my progress. When I go to this process, I'll let everybody know. And this way you can follow along, get some insight on how it all works. Well, that's what I've got for you today. I hope it's helpful information. I hope it's something that you'll be able to utilize down the road. And um, as I find out more information on these tests, I will let you know. But the Horvath clock is something that we want to try to take advantage of. And we want to be able to turn it back. And we want to be able to reverse aging because it can be done. And you'll see more in the next couple of weeks on information on on some components now that they believe they have figured out in genes to be able to actually reverse aging. So that's it. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and look for me next Tuesday. For more information on how to get fit, feel younger, live better, thanks for watching. Have a great night.